everybody. It's Marilyn Harris here at Card at Work, and I'm doing a podcast series about how to create an impactful legacy in your business. And this mostly is to do with workplace issues that we have and uh, other things. So there's lots of um, you know services and providers and issues that come up in a workplace that um, people or our leaders need to look at. So today I have with me Nathan Walls. And uh, he helps um, people uh, deal with their health, optimal health, right, Nathan? So welcome to the call, and uh, love to have you and hear more about what you do to help um, people in their workplace. Yeah, well, Mar Marilyn, thanks so much. It's a pleasure to be on here. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, so just uh, just a real quick background on me. I spent 20 years in corporate America, and I had a decline in my health over a period of about 10 years. And in the beginning, I struggled with fatigue, and then I started having sleep challenges. I had digestive issues. And as the years went on, these things got worse and worse. Mm -hmm. And then I started dealing with anxiety, depression, brain fog. And these things really started to impact my performance at work because right. when you have a job that depends on your brain, it's really tough to do that when you're dealing with brain fog and it's just, you can't focus on things and it's hard to concentrate and things like that. So I'd go to my doctor every year or so and just ask him what was going on, what the problem was, and he would run the standard blood test. And everything always came back in the normal range. Mm -hmm. So he just kind of chalked it up to me getting older and stress. But um, my dog just jumped on my lap. Um, <laughs> but um, you want to say hi? Hi. <laughs> but um, yeah, so the problem was, was I was only in my 30s. So I didn't feel that I was really that old and I didn't feel mm -hmm. like I should be dealing with, with fatigue and not sleeping well and all this. And then about 10 years into it, I got diagnosed with chronic Lyme disease. Oh. And the doctor ran all different tests. I had, my hormones were super low. I had mercury toxicity. I had uh, candida, which is a fungal overgrowth in your intestines. Mm -hmm. And I was actually kind of relieved at the time because A, I knew I wasn't crazy. This wasn't all in my head. Right. And B, now I knew what I had so I could address it. And the doctor put me on a ton of supplements, put me on a whole bunch of antibiotics, and my health just went from bad to worse. Mm -hmm. So that really started my journey of trying to figure out, okay, how do I really get better? How do I heal myself? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it took some time. I ended up finding a really good mentor. I was able to completely turn my health around. So to answer your question, I, I came, once I was able to turn my health around, I just had this big eye-opening moment that, you know what, I want to do something else. I'm not super passionate about my career. It's super stressful. So I decided to leave my job and start a coaching practice where I help other people in corporate America, busy executives, entrepreneurs, really optimize their health and double their energy and get a whole lot more done at work. And I really do this through using different lifestyle modifications. Right, right. Yeah, I think um, health um, issues are always important in the workplace because if you're not feeling good, you're not feeling like working either. <laughs> right, and the other thing, Marilyn, that, that that does is it brings down employees around you. Right. Because everyone senses our energy, right? Right. And I'm sure we've all been in a meeting where there's just the person leading the, the meeting is just kind of droning on and they're really low energy and then the rest of the room is kind of like, ready to fall asleep and it can right. just, it really changes the dynamic of things in the workplace. Right, yeah, absolutely. 
And so um, what do you find that your, your clients face the most in, uh, in the workplace about their health issues? So in the modern workplace, we have a lot of, lot of things that are really impacting our energy levels. And one of those big things that very few people are aware of is the kind of light that we're all exposed to. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I really educate my clients on and I do different talks on are the harms of blue light. Okay. So, so blue light, it doesn't necessarily look blue, but if you look at the dominant frequency that we get from our cell phones, from our computer screens, from our TVs, mm-hmm. and now energy efficient light bulbs. So things like fluorescent light bulbs and LED light bulbs, most of that spectrum of light given off is in the blue light range. Oh, okay. And what this does is it, it creates inflammation. So during the day, it creates something called computer vision syndrome. So a lot of people get dry eyes or irritated eyes or have a hard time focusing or get headaches Mm -hmm. uh, or get back tension, things like that. And that's actually caused from these frequencies of blue light. Now, where it has an even bigger impact is when people get home at night. And Mm -hmm. these days, a lot of us take our work home, right? It's very easy to do. You know, we, we have our phone we can do work on or bring our laptop home or whatever. But these frequencies of blue light at night are even more harmful because what they do is they send a signal to the brain to turn off the body's production of melatonin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, that's a hormone that you need to get into a deep, restful, restorative sleep. So you can still fall asleep without melatonin, but there's four stages of sleep. When you don't get into stage three and four of sleep, you don't get that restful sleep. You don't wake up feeling like, hey, I had a great night's sleep. I have good energy. I'm ready to attack my day. Mm-hmm. Wake up. You kind of begrudgingly get out of bed. You can't really function till you get a cup of coffee or have your energy drink or whatever. And I lived that way for for many, many years. And a lot of people are depending on artificial stimulants Mm -hmm. to have just kind of normal energy to do their day-to-day functions. Mm -hmm. So what do you think the big um, issue, the biggest problem or big issue with that is? Just because they're not getting enough sleep or because the lights, they need to change the lights or what is it that you um, think that should be a better solution, I guess, to what you're su- suggesting? Yeah. So, so one thing is they, they sell protective eyewear that actually reduces the blue light. So these glasses I have on right now, they have a very special lens in them that actually filters out blue light. Okay. So it doesn't filter it out 100%, but it reduces the blue light I'm getting during the day. Mm -hmm. Then at night, there's glasses you can wear that that have an orange lens. And they block 100% of blue light. Um, So what that does is it protects your melatonin. So that's one thing you can do. You can Mm -hmm. get blue blocking glasses. Another thing you can do is really, really what controls everything in your body is your circadian rhythm. So are you familiar with that? No. Okay. So your, your circadian rhythm, it controls your growth. So mm-hmm. all of the cells in our body are continually regenerating. Your skin cells, your bone cells, your muscle cells, your tendons, your brain cells, that's all driven by your circadian rhythm. And when that's off, you don't get the growth that you would normally get in a healthy state. And that's aging. So when you don't have growth, that's actually speeding up your aging. Okay. So what would that look like to speed up your aging then? Well, it looks like what we're seeing today where people are getting sicker at younger ages. Mm. So that's part of aging is, is disease. Mm-hmm. So, so that's one part. Another big part with your, another 
big thing that your circadian rhythm does is it drives your metabolism. So that's converting food to energy. Right. Most of the chronic diseases today are metabolic diseases. Mm-hmm. So when you can't convert, convert your food to energy and you don't have enough energy, your body can't do the things it needs to do to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing it controls are hormones. So we need hormones to feel good, to look good. Right. Uh, hormones in our brain, two major ones are dopamine, which we need for drive, motivation, good thinking, mm-hmm. and serotonin, which controls our happiness. Right. So right. all these things are, are affected when our circadian rhythm isn't, isn't working. So one of the best things you can do to really fix your circadian rhythm and keep it working well is get out every day and watch the sunrise. Right. When you get drive to work, even if it's super cool. What's that? I says get up in the sun, hug a tree. <laughs> yeah, 100%. So, so most people today spend 90% of their time indoors. And right. most, of, most of the light they're exposed to is man-made light, which messes up the circadian rhythm. So a simple thing to do is, is, like I said, get out every morning, get natural sunlight in your eyes, take intermittent sun breaks throughout your day. Mm-hmm. So one of, another thing that really, really slows down your productivity is sitting for extended periods of time. Right. It really slows down your circulation. When you have reduced circulation, your cells aren't getting the nutrients they need so they can make your energy. So if we can get into the habit of getting up ideally once every hour, go outside, do a quick lap around our building. We're going to get that natural light in our eyes. We're going to increase our circulation. And that is going to make a massive impact on our day-to-day productivity. Mm -hmm. And so do you think uh, more employees or managers would say, yeah, go ahead and do that? Do do I think more employees should go out and do that? Employees or managers are going to say, okay, it's an hour, an hour's up. It's time to run around and go out and get some sun. Do you think they're willing to do that? Some are and some aren't. Mm-hmm. And some people will look at it. I, I can't spare five minutes every hour. Right. Because I just have so much work to do. Mm-hmm. Other people will do it and they'll have more energy, in, in, which is going to drive their productivity. Mm-hmm. And they'll see the, the ROI on that. Right. And they'll make it a part of their habits. Mm-hmm. But one of the challenges we face today is most people want instant gratification. They want the quick fix. Right. Everyone's like, what pill do I take to make me better? Whether it's a pharmaceutical or a supplement. Mm -hmm. But the key to, to our longevity is we need to be connected with nature Mm because nature drives everything. Right. So getting that daily sunlight. So we have an intact circadian rhythm, minimizing our exposure to blue light at night so we can get a good restorative sleep. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it really comes down to our, our day-to-day choices. Um, the better choices we make, the better results we get. Right, right. So um, do you see this um, issue that you were just explaining and your own health challenges that you've done, um, do you think they're becoming a bigger problem or do you think that eventually people will do um, more of the things that you'd like them to do? Well, so like I said, some people are going to be willing to do them. Mm-hmm. Some people aren't. But I do a lot of research on epidemiology and things like that. And mm-hmm. chronic disease is, is increasing. Right now, there's 133 million people in the U.S. with a chronic disease. Right. Um, people over 65, there's something, I, I forget the exact statistic, but it's either 40 or 60% have two or more chronic diseases. Mm-hmm. And this has a massive impact on the quality of your life. And also, for people that are still in the workforce that have a chronic disease, 
that's a, a massive impact on their productivity. And it's really driving up presenteeism. So mm -hmm. you know what presenteeism is? Yeah. Yeah, so at work, but out of it. Yeah. And if you look at those stats, that has a, a much larger impact than absenteeism, which is just not feeling, you know, either you're sick, you call in sick legitimately, or you just don't want to go to work, so you say you're sick. Right. But presenteeism is something like 10 times worse. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people just, they really struggle with their energy or they're not feeling good. They're dealing with fatigue. Mm -hmm. They have some kind of um, cognitive decline where it really is hard for them to focus and concentrate for extended periods of time. Mm -hmm. So we're seeing a massive increase in this. We're seeing people get diseases like Alzheimer's disease, mm -hmm. younger and younger, something like 5% of all people with Alzheimer's disease are in their 40s and 50s. Wow. So this is, as, as time goes on, you know, America loves to say how we have the best medical system in the world. And that might be true for acute injuries. Right. So if you break an arm, if you have a laceration or something, I, I would definitely want to go to an emergency room in, in the USA versus some other countries. But when it comes to chronic disease, the, the medical system we have doesn't yeah. have an effective solution for that. Right. So people can either keep doing what they're doing, keep mm -hmm. getting poor results, Mm -hmm. Or they can look at other alternatives and make that a part of their lifestyle and and get the benefits from doing that. Right, right. So how often um, do you go into workplaces or companies then and, and give talks? Um, how do you promote what you're saying that obviously is uh, very important? Yeah, so some of, some of my talks are virtual and mm -hmm. some of my talks are at health and wellness conferences. Mm -hmm. So it, it just depends on my schedule, but typically I'll have one specific topic, which I'll focus on. One of the main topics that I talk about are the harms of blue light and just right. really going into the, the science behind why blue light is so harmful. Mm -hmm. And one of the slides I have that really opens people's eyes, it's just a slide of all different headlines right. talking about how, how blue light increases risk for cancer, mm -hmm. how it's driving up rates of AMD. Mm -hmm. uh, we're seeing an increase in suicide rates in teens, also driven by blue light. So we have all this research. We have all, all the data that blue light causes all these different things. But the problem is, is it really hasn't found its way into clinical medicine. Meaning right. doctors aren't educating their patients on like, hey, you need to be aware of blue light, especially at night, and you need to minimize your exposure. Right. So that's my big focus is on bringing that awareness to the public so pe people can do what they want with it. Some people will, will hear it and just think, hey, that's crazy talk. Other people will be like, hey, you know what? My office just, and this, I've heard this from many people in talks I've given, where their office has changed from fluorescent lighting to LEDs. Yeah. And they're like, you know what? I've been getting a lot more headaches lately. Yeah. Or I just moved in to a new apartment that has newer lights than my old apartment, and my sleep is just terrible now. Mm-hmm. And more and more people, once they hear this information, they start to connect the dots and they say, you know what, there's something to this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to look into this more. I'm going to try these things a little bit more. I'm going to see what this does for me. So what you're really recommending is that we don't use LED lights, even though how much they're pushed upon us to save energy and blah, blah, blah. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, re I, re I recommend everyone get rid of your LEDs, get rid of your fluorescent lights. Go back to energy inefficient, incandescent <laughs> light bulbs and halogen because 
one way to look at light mm -hmm. is different frequencies of light are like different nutrients that we have in food. Right. Right. So everyone knows broccoli is good for you because it's really high in different vitamins and minerals. It's, it's a good source of nutrients. So light, if you want to look at blue light, blue light is really kind of like sugar mm -hmm. where a little bit isn't going to hurt you. And it depends on context as well. So sugar from an apple is very different than sugar from an energy drink. Right. Right. So you do get blue light from the sun, but it's always balanced with different colors of light. So 42% mm -hmm. of the sun is infrared light which happens to be very regenerative and anti-inflammatory. Now, light that you get from an incandescent light bulb, about 80% of that is infrared light. So there are actually some very healthy benefits to these older light bulbs that are being phased out. Right. Um, LEDs and fluorescents, they don't have any red or infrared light in them. Mm. So, you're, so you're getting basically all the sugar and none of the... <laughs> healthy frequencies of light. So yeah, that's, I mean, you just, I didn't even tell, say that. You basically just said we should get rid of our LEDs. Yeah. And you're spot on with that. Yeah. And I like your equation to uh, saying an LED is like a sugar. So you don't even have to eat it. You could just uh, have it in your room. <laughs> I, unfortunately, yeah. we don't have LEDs in here, but it's, um, yeah, it's kind of amazing. It's not because I consciously think about an LED, but. Yeah, you see them always promoting them in the stores, switch over, you know, you'll save energy, and that's what people think. But also at the same time, they're not thinking about, okay, how does this affect my health? And I don't think people, a lot of you people equate light bulbs to their health. Right. Know? So that's the other thing you kind of have an uphill um, awareness you have to bring out to people about having their light bulbs also either improves your health or decreases your health right right so you know as you have a lot of information somehow you have to get out to people that you know the lights in your house will affect your health as well so which ones do you got you know and um so yeah it's kind of an interesting perspective about having optimal health but at the same time you have a you know you have to have a large budget i guess somehow to inform people that you know um, or educate people on about having change in their light for their health. So, yeah, well, a lot of these things are very simple. Mm -hmm. You know, go outside more. If you have, I work out of a home office. So, even yeah. when it's super cold out, I have my window at least cracked. So, I get that full spectrum of light right. in. Uh, it's in, just incorporating little breaks to go outside and get natural light in your eyes without your glasses because you want because you want to get that full spectrum of light in your eyes. Right. But it's just about making these simple lifestyle changes that in the beginning are going to require a little more effort. Yeah. But once you do them for a little bit and you feel the benefits, that's just how you live your life. And it no right. longer requires effort. It requires effort not to do it because you feel the difference in your energy levels. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like kindness. You know, you tell people be kinder to each other and yourself and they go, oh, that's, that's not going to work. And I'm going, why? It's so simple. But we kind of make it complicated. Everything has to be complicated to work. And I just, I don't get it, but whatever. So be kind to yourself by changing your own bulbs in your house. Be kind to yourself, you know, so there's, other things that you know you could still promote using kindness but use it another vehicle of change you know kind of thing 
and then yeah yeah i love that that's perfect you know and then that way it you're getting two messages out at the same time <laughs> be kind to yourself and be kind to your health and you know whatever you know whether it's the light bulb or blue lights or whatever you know um it's just using using that as a vehicle to make the change happen so um yeah. give me well, some I, 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 I love that you brought that up Marilyn. And, and, and one of the things with kindness when we're kind to other people we raise their dopamine right so having healthy levels of dopamine that's one of the ways we get into a flow state right so just by being kind to somebody you can increase their productivity right. and the opposite is also true if you're mean to somebody that actually create that releases cortisol and adrenaline in their system that creates inflammation and right. that decreases their their energetic output yeah so, yeah so so kindness is is huge yeah so there now you got a little uh, extra campaign to go with your extra services <laughs> yeah for sure so tell me a little bit uh, give us a couple examples of stories of successes you've worked with clients and what you've been able to help them with yeah so just helping people um reduce the medications that they're on so mm -hmm. hypothyroidism is a really big thing or hashimoto's so i've mm -hmm. had a couple clients that have either been able to completely get off their medication for hashimoto's right. and i'm not a doctor so i didn't tell them to get off it right um, this was just from from their improvements right from remember i said your circadian rhythm controls your hormones mm -hmm. when your circadian rhythm is broken and your hormones get out of whack one of some of the hormones that get out of whack are your thyroid hormones right so help, helping people improve that helping people lose weight that they've had for many many years mm -hmm. helping people escape the day-to-day -day overwhelm they feel because of everything on their plate just giving people the tools that they need to help them manage because we're gonna stress isn't going anywhere in our lives right but it's just teaching people what to do to, to manage those stressors and not feel that a lot of people I work with are just, they feel so overwhelmed because they're at an energy deficit. They're tired all the time and they always feel they're behind the eight ball and they can never right. catch up. Once you fix your energy and you get more done, a lot of that overwhelm goes away. Right. Right. There's a good message about that. You know, dealing with your overwhelm because quite often you hear people, oh, I'm stuck or I'm overwhelmed or whatever. And I always tell them, oh, go volunteer, go out and do, help somebody else. <laughs> but, you know, that may yeah. not work for everybody. So, like you were saying, it's just, you know, uh, for you to help them uh, release all that stuff that they think they have, which is, you know, a mind thing, right? Yeah. Okay. So, what type of clients do you really like to work with? Uh, mostly busy executives, entrepreneurs. Um, most of my clients, one of the reasons their health is in decline is because they're so busy and they don't feel they have the time for their health. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people get, just get so focused on other things and they, they neglect their health. Uh, and a lot of the things I teach can be implemented very quickly and don't require a lot of time. Right. Right. But in, in general, and just and anybody that struggles with their energy, Mm -hmm. And they want to fix their energy using lifestyle as opposed to having to drink coffee all day or energy drinks, things like that too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. So, um, so tell us a little bit about what kind of services. I know you you already said that you help people increase their energy, but how do you do that? How do you increase their energy? 
So I, I have a, a coaching program I call the Optimal Health Protocol. Mm-hmm. And what I do is I coach them through four key elements. So the, the first element I call self-image design. Mm-hmm. And when we struggle with a health challenge for a lot, for many years, for example, mm-hmm. that can become a part of our self-image. Okay. So if, if we've been struggling with fatigue, for example, for the past five, 10 years, we actually view ourselves as just a low energy person. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I help people with is changing their self-image so they see themselves as a healthy person. When you see yourself as a healthy person, healthy people have habits that make them healthy. Right, right. Right? So it's just helping people identify their limiting beliefs that are keeping them stuck and Mm -hmm. overwrite them with new beliefs. And the reason I do that is because that's really the key for long-term success. Right. So I'm, I'm sure, you know, most of us have gotten really excited about making a change in our life and we hear about the benefits and we do it, we get some good results. And then what happens? A stressful event happens in our life. And all of a sudden, next thing we know, we're back to our old habits. Mm -hmm. That's a self image problem. So that's why I start with that first. Okay. The second part is called energy optimization. And that's really the core focus of my program, Mm -hmm. teaching people how to increase their body's energy production. So the way you make energy is with your mitochondria. Right. So there are different, things you can do that improve your mitochondrial health. And when you do that, your body makes more energy. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll give you one example, uh, intermittent fasting. Yeah. So do you know what that is? Yeah, I, I've heard about it. I don't do it, but. You okay. It's just, it's just a short-term fast. Mm-hmm. It's um, typically it's, it's a fast between 12 and 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the best things you can do for your mitochondrial health. Also super good for your immune system. Uh, really helps with focus, concentration, has a ton of different benefits. Okay. Okay, great. Well, I so appreciate you being on the call, Nathan. Thank you for giving some ideas of how you help people and um, why it's so important that we have our optimal health at work. Obviously, because we're in full energy, we produce more and uh, we're happier people to be there. (laughs) And so um, I appreciate all of that you've shared with us today. So how can I get a hold of you um, on your page where the podcast is? People can go to podcast.hardatworkonline.org and find uh, Nathan's page there and they can listen to the um, call there. And uh, of course, we'll be promoting Nathan in the next week or so about um, what he's doing and how he can help all of you who are either at work or maybe you're not at work, you're retired, but you you know, I get tired of being tired all the time. <laughs> so anyway, so thank you for the being on the call, Nathan. I really appreciate it that you came on today. And uh, we'll be chatting with you very soon. Yeah, well, my pleasure. Thanks so much, Marilyn. Okay. Hey, you're welcome. Make yourself a kind day. Bye-bye.